0: Welcome to the CSRG Podcast, I'm Keanu. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to debrief on the Virginia State Championship, which made its debut in 2019. I don't think it's his
1: debut. I think this is its first time coming back after a few years. Oh, is it? I think
0: so. Um, Then we'll welcome back Virginia State. Uh, Thanks to Immortal Arms, who was the title sponsor uh, for the match, as well as all the other sponsors and staff, especially Dave Ankeny and uh, Matt Schwartz, who runs the AAFG. I guess monthly match at in Annapolis, right? It's Annapolis. Yeah. yeah. Um, so definitely a big shout out to all the staff as well. So shout out to Dave for doing something instead of trophies and
1: blacks. He gave out wrestling belts.
0: Yo, and like the internet apparently is loving the wrestling belts. They're pretty so. freaking dope. Yeah. And like how much of a flex is that, right? It's not, oh I got a little plaque, it's yo, I got a belt. I know. I'm a belt holder. Jealous. Uh, sad, I suck too much to win one. Sad face, Keanu almost won a belt, but he did uh, not. Not close.
1: I was like 4.5% off. Like
0: 4.2% yeah, off. But I mean, that's, that's still pretty close. I mean, if, if the match had gone a little bit better for you, right? And so I guess the, let's kick off with that, right? And so I think the thing that made this match really fun, yet also very difficult for us at the same time, was the fact that it was at a range that we've shot at quite a bit with a squad full of people we usually shoot with it's a match we shoot it's at the club we shoot
1: every month and with people and like we just squatted with people we always shoot with so it kind of felt like a local match especially since it was only 10 stages and that club usually hosts
0: seven stages yeah so it was almost just like a local level one plus or like a extra level one it was Um, fun though it, it was, was fun. It was incredibly fun. And so I think, you know, part of that is, I think, a challenge or maybe not necessarily a challenge, but... It's like a mental block not to do stupid crap. Yeah. And I think this is something as uh, as everyone who listens, you know, as you guys grow as a shooter and if you guys are starting to shoot major matches, it's something to think about in terms of, you know, will you actually be on the top of your mental game if you're squatted with a bunch of your friends who you trash talk with and do all that stuff? Yeah. Um, because I, I, th- I know that's a strategy. I know uh, I've heard some people, when they go shoot bigger matches, they'll squat with people they don't know so that they can kind of really just focus on their match. But, you know, for us, we've always squatted with people we know, and it's usually just more fun that way. But It's a lot more fun. But I, I think, so, judging by
1: proportionally, judging by the, my Nationals performance and judging by my performance at a lot of the other majors where I have shot with my friends, um, I, I do feel like there is a benefit to shooting with people that you're less inclined to sp- stay very chatty with.
0: Yeah. And I guess um, that's just a- because it's less of a distraction. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, the, the whole chattiness. And I think the the biggest thing for us, you know, the people that we're shooting with, I wouldn't say we necessarily talk too much, but we fool around too much, right? We it's, fool around a lot. Um, and so it, it definitely hurt some of our performances. But at the same time, it was probably the most fun level two. Or actually no Battle of the Beaches was a lot of fun. Um Battle but, of the Beach was a lot of fun, yeah. But you know, this was probably the close second in terms of, you know, the people we were shooting with and just the overall ambiance of it, I guess, with, you know, the the type of people we were shooting with. It wasn't as serious, it wasn't as competitive. It didn't feel that way. No. no.
1: It it should it is that way. Like it was it was a level 2, so it is that way, but it just didn't feel that way. And we didn't act like it was that way.
0: Yeah, and so Which I, I think
1: in part explains both of our
0: Marginally terrible performance. Well, for me it was a little. I guess um, it was a little bit different um, because I was actually <laughs> uh, I was shooting carry optics this time around. Um, so I'm a B class carry optic shooter, um, and it really all stemmed from right. You know, I've been shooting my CK for the past couple of majors, and this time around it's like I just didn't want to shoot my CK. Uh, so I decided to shoot carry optics last minute, um, mainly just to prevent some of the uh, equipment woes and. Um, all that but understandable yeah and so to me that was honestly the the biggest challenge right it was shooting minor because I was throwing some pretty good times for a carry optic shooter yeah you were
1: also you also threw so I shoot major I shot limited major and Chris was shooting carry optics. He threw 40, like 41 more Charlies than I did. Yeah. Which so, should not happen.
0: But just to, just to caveat, uh, so I was shooting a borrowed gun on a platform that I probably put maybe about 30, 40 rounds through. Khan um, does not like you shooting uh, carry optics. Yeah. Carry optics. No. Not. I agree um, with him. But yeah, again, I was shooting a platform that I hadn't really shot before. But again, no excuses. The The, the number of Charlies that I was throwing was just a pure. Um, You legit just shot for pure speed Yeah, except the funny thing is that it just wasn't as fast as I would have been shooting open Just because I was trying something Like a part of me was trying to slow down Oh, you put like a whole 5% of effort into shooting alphas Yeah, but but like that 5%, you know, I was thinking all right, slow down just a little bit, get those hits But it just wasn't happening So I ended up uh, not going fast and uh, sucking quite a bit So I did that I had, like, three makeup shots on a target while shooting it
1: on the move after I reloaded after shooting that target. <laughs> so, I mean, I think we all just did
0: stupid crap. Yeah. Uh, do, I mean, do you think anything had to do with kind of the pressure? Because before we went in, everyone was like... Uh, you know, everyone was like, "Keanu's going to make GM. He's going to get the match bump. He's got a chance today. Well, so,
1: A, just by how the... Whether I would have won or not, I wouldn't have made GM because... There were four GMs at the match, and outside of uh, outside of one, the one who won the match, three of them shot below 90%. Oh,
0: okay, so it wouldn't have... So it wouldn't the, have counted anyway. Gotcha. Because
1: for some weird reason, it was GM, and then M, me, uh, first and second place, and then after that, it was like three A-class shooters who just laid the...
0: Like, Laid a freaking can of hate on all the other M and G M. That's nuts. Well, I guess you know we we were talking to our uh, our section coordinator Uh um, about it, and he was saying you know at the beginning of the match that the the match was built for limited, right? Um, And I think you know the target presentation, the fact that you know with major scoring, I would say there weren't that many specific stages that would have benefited an optic shooter. I don't think it necessarily Um, benefited limited, but it it benefited high cap.
1: That's for sure. Yeah. And but, so,
0: you know, do you think part of that is the reason why so many A class shooters were placed as well as they were, or are they just generally good performers? No, I just, I just think it wasn't
1: a terribly difficult match. So I, I think the, the skill disparity kind of closes. Uh huh. But you know, at, at more difficult matches, you'll, you, you will see the, the percentages kind of spread out a little bit more. Yeah. Um. um but it was actually remarkably close. But one of those A class shooters just made M from North Carolina. So. Oh he, oh he he had no right being an A class shooter yeah. for a few months now. Uh-huh. So well, good for him.
0: He does do some, you know, from what I've he seen. He gets stupid he just, just like get, the rest of us, yeah, right? Yeah, just kind of breaks down mentally at some point. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know that's part of the game, but you know congrats to him for making M class at yeah. NC State. Um but kind of let's see. Let's what what else what else happened? Um Again, I actually did end up winning B class carry optics, thankfully because Luigi and Luke are finally out of B class. <laughs> Um, yeah. But I'm actually surprised that I won B class. I mean, the guy that I, I beat was he was on our squad. He was the guy shooting the uh, the other X5. Um, oh, I, that guy. I felt like the guy was, that no one knew. Yeah, well, except he was t- yeah, nobody knew him, right? I don't think anyone on um, our squad like knew him, knew him. But I feel like he was beating me every stage, so I'm kind of surprised that um. knew no, you were pretty, You were much faster than him. Yeah, but again, I was probably throwing close to forty percent Charlies on every stage and. With minor scoring, that really, really hurt. Yeah, you went, um, you went full stupid. Yeah, and so, funny enough, uh, today, Keanu and I, we also did some, uh, some hood rat gunsmithing again. <laughs> oh, <it> was,
1: like, <laughs> years are so much easier, I, I, I just want to say. Yeah, it, it so definitely was we, easier. We did some silicon carbide stuff to our guns. He did it on his uh, carry optics legion, and I did it on my Beretta, on my LTT. Yeah, And I will say, like, after taking the grip panels off and everything, you have to be really, really careful not to get any on the other side or anything like that. Like, tape or no tape, it was just a pain in the butt because it was a lot less stuff to grip. Yeah. Um, But, you know,
0: I think the Beretta (coughs) itself, just the checkering is a little bit weak for what it is, mainly because I think, you know, it was designed around not competition, I guess, right? Wearing gloves, So
1: the funny part about that is the M9A1 frame, which is what the LTT Uh has. Is grippier than most other Beretta frames. Oh jeez, uh huh. So and that's not very grippy, though. That's not very yeah. grippy. No, it's it, it's not. Like like the checkering is okay, mm-hmm. but it could have been a little bit sharper and it could have come up a little bit higher. Yeah. So I put the silicon carbide all the way almost up, uh, you know, three quarters of the way up the beaver tail. Uh uh-huh. To to add some extra grip, and especially like with a Beretta finish, I don't know what to remember what the finish is called, but it
0: does kind of like polish itself the more you use it. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. And so, I guess it just gets a little bit slicker and whatnot. It um, does, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, kind of the reason why I bring this up is for me, at least, uh, after shooting carry optics for this major, you know, I had quite a bit of fun shooting it. It, it had its own challenges, and I kind of want to revisit some of those parts of my shooting because I think, you know, that's what we talked about before, right? Visual patience. All that stuff that I'm not good at was, yeah, for, was some, something to force you to reel it back in. Yeah, it, it, and it was very evident for this particular match that the things that I said that I was going to be working on, I had not been working on. Khan is agreeing with you now yes. he, um,
1: he says that yes, you should learn to shoot more alphas and you should learn to kind of call your shots instead and suck of less instead of going super fast all the time yeah, uh, yep, but, see See?
0: <laughs> he, he agrees but you know I, I think the funny thing about that though was that um, that as I was shooting actually it it felt like everything was under control, but it really wasn't, and so it's, it was you know eye opening where even when I was shooting open. Yeah, Khan, I know. I suck at shooting carry optics. That's fine. Um, but <laughs> the the things that I said that I was gonna work on uh for the season I don't think I have been doing, which was again eye opening. And um I thought well, my- I don't think like given your new job and everything, I don't think you've been really offered a lot of time
1: to work <laughs> on stuff. <laughs> what I said was I don't think you had a lot of time to work on stuff.
0: Yeah, um and you know, I'm I'm I won't use it as an excuse, but you know, it's it's definitely a factor, but you know, it, it's kind of the same thing where, you know, having shot open, um, it feels like recoil control is getting really good, and then the grip's getting really good. But, you know, the first couple stages, shooting the Lesion, right? It's a heavy gun. Yeah. But it, it, was, it was floppy. I really had to reel in the grip strength, and it's just, you know... Yeah, I think, you were
1: struggling with the grip for for a few stages there. Yeah. Um, but I guess you're not used to the, like, minor aside, you're just not used to the, that, like, that much reciprocating mass.
0: Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, I think that's always the, the good thing about always going out of, I guess, shooting guns that aren't an open gun every once in a while, because it kind of makes you refocus on your grip strength and everything. Um, you know, how you're holding the gun, yeah. your trigger press, it always brings it back into perspective in terms of how well, you, you know, I'm actually gripping the gun. And so it was, it was really opening for me. I really enjoyed it. And, uh, the reason why, you know, we silicone carbide the grips is because I'm planning on shooting it more, uh probably end of this year and then probably in the beginning of next year just this is getting ridiculous khan it's okay should we have a korean barbecue for dinner we could We yo, uh, yeah we totally should um, but yeah so you know i'm gonna be shooting a lot more carry optics khan he is not happy that i'm shooting more carry optics no every <laughs> time you say carry optics he gets pissed yeah um, but, you know, another reason why, why Keanu decided to do the uh, silicone carbide on his grip as well is um, he's, been, he's been dabbling with the idea of shooting uh, shooting limited minor <laughs> for a couple of local matches just for fun. And then, you know, shooting more production just because it's a, you know, it, it's a mental break, right, for us to not be shooting the division we're focusing on. So I am shooting on. limited minor this weekend. Oh, so you're, oh, you are going to? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm straight up
1: shooting my Beretta with 18-round mags. And I do to try and freaking lay the hate on everyone.
0: Yeah, and then you're gonna be shooting uh, limited ten minor at Del Marva, right? With your no, brother? I
1: switched to limited because uh, my friend backed out of it.
0: Oh, who back? Oh, Steven backed oh, out. He went to he, s- he, he went
1: to single stack because he has to beat this one guy that he has to beat. Absolutely has to
0: beat because he just has to beat him. Um, but I I did not know that. Uh... So yeah, so I switched back to limited. That's why
1: I was telling you yesterday. Remember. I was telling you I switched back to Limited.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, but uh, but the, I thought that was part of the contingency program that got released. Uh, it was one of the reasons. No, it
1: has nothing to do with the contingency program. It no? just has to do with, like, the one person I always going to shoot Limited 10. Like, so there aren't even enough, enough people in Limited 10 anymore after he dropped out to get a plaque. Uh-huh. So I was like, screw this. Why am I going to bother? Yeah.
0: But, you know, speaking of, that, that was probably some big news this week uh, that dropped on Facebook um cat and adam they posted on the facebook saying that atlas is now going to be doing a contingency Mm -hmm. program um which is probably going to be really good for keanu not very good for me um (laughs) mainly just so you know i I feel like there just aren't a lot of details out right but the only no there aren't um the only thing that we know is that you pretty much are going to be divvied up in division right first place in your division and then possibly one for high overall yeah and it's 20
1: dollars per win for a local match which is kind of great that they're doing local match wins and mm-hmm. i think that'll, that'll bring a lot of um that'll bring, bring a lot of people out it will to, um, to shoot their divisions um and you know shoot their atlases and everything yeah but and then it's like fifty dollars for level two and a hundred dollars for level three i think
0: yeah and then i think they said that they're gonna they'll they will actually uh double the prize money if you decide to take store credit um, but again, I say it's, it's good for Keanu because at local matches, he's pretty much winning limited <laughs> at all the, all the level ones, which is going to be good because actually as a match director, um, Keanu doesn't have to pay any fees for matches in our area. Uh, um, section. In the section, yeah. yeah. Um, which is, which is going to be good for him too because you know, with that 20 bucks that comes in, you're essentially making money to shoot. It'll cover some ammo cost, travel, Cover the gas cost since my car drinks gas now. Yeah, uh, but again, I say it's bad for me though because uh, there's probably no chance that I'll be winning uh, first place in open because. Uh, hey, Wampler will be winning a good bit. He he will probably be winning it all the time. At yeah, all the any
1: I think any local he goes to, he's gonna take it home or any um, uh, most of the section matches too.
0: Yeah, and so you know. It, it, it's going to be really good, though, because, you know, Wampler, he's been, um, you know, he was on our podcast for like episode three or something. Um, but, you know, he's, he's been probably shooting Atlas the longest in our area. Um, and so, you know, it's he I feel like he's done a lot for the brand in terms of, um, you know, the shooters in, our, in Area 8 because a lot of us are shooting Atlas guns um, and probably the person who introduced most of us to them. So I don't know about Paul. Who introduced Paul to the Atlas? It was uh,
1: Bob King at Red Hill. Bob King? Yeah, he, so all of us machine gun-nest guys, because uh, Bob used to shoot there when he was shooting a lot. Uh-huh. Um, all of us learned of Atlas because of him. Gotcha, uh-huh.
0: And then I think probably um, for everyone who was shooting, you know, Cavalier, you know, down there where Wampler was shooting a lot more, um, he pretty much got us all onto Atlas, and then when, once he started shooting the Atlas guns with Shadow Hawk coming back up, um, you know, it was just a lot more exposure for the company and for the brand and so you know it's going to be good for him because yeah much adam sells a lot of guns in our area yeah and um whopper's probably just going to be making money for or at least getting you know his money recouped uh to shoot level ones and you know that's probably going to be a good training platform for him just because you know it, it almost evens out some of the match fees that some of the matches out here so yeah for sure but again maybe i'll start shooting some lesser known matches um and then just try to sneak in some, some match fees just to shoot. So,
1: Dude, you know if you shoot machine gun, nests, if you went open.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, like, there you get, go. Get 20 bucks back, yeah. Especially on setup days, you know, pocket five bucks or whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, you'll pocket your ammo costs. You'll, you'll break even on a match, basically. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, I'm thinking maybe with NRA as well, it's something I'd look into. Um,
1: uh, not if I have anything to say about
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude. I think I can hold my own now yeah. and open yeah. when you're Yeah, you're right, open, you're so. right, you're right. Hopefully, um, but... I, I
1: just can't beat you with an
0: irisite gun yeah. <laughs> shooting open. Yeah, maybe you just got to shoot uh, carry optics. Shoot open minor? Yeah, well, not even open minor, just shoot carry optics. <laughs> or No. <laughs>
1: I don't like that. I, I dislike that about as much as my dog.
0: W- would you shoot open minor before you shot carry optics with the carry optics gun? Just so that oh no, you're I, shoot, that you're not I, I, I shoot carry, carry optics. optics. Huh? I shoot carry yeah. optics. Minor minor only divisions are fun. The, they they are. It's yeah. it's a different perspective because it's not so much you know it's all about control. Um, and when you see guys like Chick or you know Luke shooting, it's it's a very different game to watch than it is. Know, you
1: watch Luke shoot carry optics, and he might as well shoot open. Yeah, he's but, pretty freaking
0: quick. But but there's that sweet sweet contingency money with uh, with Walther, so it's kind of hard yeah. to give up him and him Luigi and Juan Sick. Yeah, um, and so you know it, it's exciting to see Atlas come out the contingency program because you know it, Akai's been running one um, for a while and theirs is actually pretty good, right? I think it's level. Three. They pay a lot, but it's it fun. is
1: only for majors. Yeah, so I
0: think it affects it'll it'll benefit the
1: the more common owner. Yeah. With Atlas's contingency program, even if it's not a lot of money, but I think, in in broad spectrum, it'll mm-hmm. benefit more people.
0: Yeah, and so it's kind of concerning too. It is like finance yeah. wise. Um, but you know, I'm curious though in terms of, um, what it's going to look like though? You know, are they going to break it down by division, or is it just going to be strictly? I think Kat said on Facebook that it is going to be by division. And then, do you think they're going to break it down to class? Because then no. you know that, that's just too much, right? Well, so if um, if you're
1: bragging on class wins in local matches, you need to step your game up. Like, yeah, I don't, um, not to be mean or anything, but that's just in like even at majors too. Yeah, class wins don't really matter. I say this as someone who has like five, <laughs> six plaques up on his wall that are all class wins or hey. like second or third overall. Hey, <laughs>
0: I am proud of my B class trophy. That's coming from Virginia. State. I'm not. So. It's my wall of shame. <laughs> um, but you know, I think it's going to be interesting, though, especially in our area where you know we, you know, with the people that we shoot. Because if we think about it, I guess you know, for Shadow Hawk, for example, too, um,
1: I'm going to let Mimi out. Yeah. So he can, she can keep kind
0: of company. Cool. So we will go on a short break, as. The, the dog is let out <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, you know as I was saying, I think it's I think it's going to be a really interesting way for how, how local shooters really deal with it because what it comes down to right is let's let's think about Shadow David Wampler is going to be taking home the, the Atlas contingency win um, for open and then Kean is pretty much going to be taking it for limited. And then when you think about the other you know, 2011 classes, you've got a limited 10, and nobody's really shooting limited 10 with an Atlas. Um, nobody's shooting a single stack with an Atlas in our area, except for, you know, I, I know one person who's got a couple of single stack guns, but he's, he's not really shooting any of you know, the Shadowhawk matches. So you know, what it really comes down to is, you know, who's gonna you know, be taking the contingency money from Atlas for single stack, for limited 10, and then I guess that's it, right? Because, you know, there's not a – they don't have a production gun. So. Outside of – like for single stack, though, I don't see a lot of people
1: taking a lot of money because they're – I only know one person who shoots single stack with an atlas or even owns an atlas. Yeah. Um, but he, I, don't, I don't see
0: him usually shooting some of He the doesn't matches, shoot a lot right? of locals, I don't think. Um, and so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see at least <coughs> area how it's all going to work out. Um, yeah. Yeah. It'll be but, interesting. But yeah, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure you know in other parts of the country, other areas, there are a lot of people shooting single stack, you know, with with Atlas guns, right? So, but yeah. like
1: I don't know if there's a lot though, because I'm sure I'm sure Adam's biggest market is limited and open, obviously, because yeah. uh-huh. single stack is really small division. But like within single stack, I think if you just look at like nationals and the the equipment surveys uh-huh. of prior years. A lot of the guns are just like Springfield's and STI's. Yeah, which which right?
0: makes sense, right? Because I mean, 1911s were pretty no-frill when it comes to a platform. Um most of them from like even somebody like Ruger, right? You can get them running pretty well out of the box. Yeah, and it's like I don't think you'll see so like from
1: like the the starting price is a lot lower. So I don't know if you're necessarily going to see a big price difference or performance difference from a $3500 single-stack gun versus a, you know, $1,500 single-stack gun, right? Yeah. So yeah. not not to bash Atlas or anything like that, right? But, you know, it, it, you get to a certain point where, where uh, like, the money, you start to see diminishing returns of the money.
0: Yeah, and it's like production guns, you know, the when the Alien was released originally, there were a lot of people who were really excited for it as a production gun. Like, yeah. you know it was like $5,000 or something
1: well so like it's not even for, like i don't think they're going to even import enough in the US for it to be production legal
0: yeah um. and
1: it's technically a single action only cuz it just it just uses an upside down hammer attached to the slide
0: yeah
1: but is carry optics legal in ipsic for uh for uh, production optics, uh, metallic except or heavy I, or whatever the hell. Except, it's I
0: think they ruled that uh, the mechanism, if the optic sits on the part that doesn't reciprocate, it was not considered a production gun or a carry optics or a production. But I thought they said it was legal. legal. I so I think they said that it was legal if, if as long as it was mounted to the part that reciprocates. And so, there was a big debate about it, so they might have made the decision that it's going to be legal in uh, production optics. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Again, for a production gun paying $5,000, it probably doesn't make the most sense from a price to performance ratio, right? Yeah. Um, because yeah. you know you could get a stock two or a shadow two for like a grand and a half for a full setup, and then before you do it, you know, you're, you're good to go. And there's yeah. really nothing out there that could necessarily beat it from a price perspective.
1: Yeah, and there are probably people out there like who just shoot single stack kind of as an afterthought, <laughs> uh, like John Bleager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's, it's just kind of a division that they just shoot for the sake of shooting.
0: Yeah, And, you know, I think you said that Bleager shoots a, uh, a Rock Island, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he, shoots, like he shoots like
1: a Rock Island 9 or something like that. Yeah. It's um, nothing, it's, so that's like a sub $1,000 gun. Yeah.
0: And so, you know, I think it's just, you know, not, not to, again, like, like I said, not to knock the division, not to knock the, you know, the companies out there making custom single stack guns. Um, but, you know, at some point, if you're not taking the division super seriously, there's a point where the money just doesn't make sense. Um, yeah and like limited
1: kind of because like so for like a it makes more sense because you know an edge with a PT grip is $2,500 plus yeah new right new for new Uh-huh. so you might as well spend the extra thousand dollars and have a much nicer gun right yeah absolutely That's I see
0: it like proportionally the difference is, is nowhere near as much uh-huh yeah and like I you know I, I definitely agree with that and I, I think even with the open guns like the CK is a nice gun it's a nice platform um, but at some point, it probably does make sense to to go with a more expensive platform for a better gun, um, just for what it is. So. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's with open guns especially too. Like that's just what, because like the the guns start already at like, you know,
0: four thousand dollars or whatever it is. Yeah, at least MSRP. I, I don't think yeah. MSRP wise you can get anything less than four. Um, but it's you know. it's you know price price per per performance and I think it really it comes down to how seriously you take it too right I mean there's no point getting a even a limited gun there's no point getting an edge if you don't take it seriously yeah exactly Um, might as well just be shooting a Glock 22 or a 35 and just call it a day so um, yeah and then you know going back to Virginia State though you know was a overall a good match it was a really fun match Um, it was just a ton of fun you know we we pretty much saw everyone that we usually hang out with and we shoot with um, which was really good so yeah um, it was remarkably well run it was you know even though chrono um had some issues on the last day even the chrono we didn't have yes that we did not have um, yeah. so they used elaborate r and i guess it broke somehow uh-huh uh so we just we just had equipment check yeah so um again overall i i definitely enjoyed the match shooting carry optics was a lot of fun um but i'm looking you know i'm looking forward to shooting open again um starting next season uh more seriously but if all goes well for me, specifically on an equipment perspective, uh, for Delmarva, you know, hopefully I'll be shooting open for that as well. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind
1: of happy to go back to limited uh-huh. for Delmarva. Um, also. Mostly because it might be cold, and I don't want to throw all those reloads when my fingers yeah. are cold. But yeah. it'll it'll be nice because I think the one person I'm gonna try and beat for the win is the same person who beat me at Virginia State, uh-huh. and him and I go back and forth and beating each other at locals. Yeah, and then I beat him at nationals by, uh, but he just had a bad, you know, bad time at nationals. Yeah, or hard hard time at nationals. So it's we'll we'll see how how it pans out. But I think if I keep it together,
0: it's well within my sights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, looking forward to it, and then I think, um, you know, I'm looking forward to possibly getting a classifier, uh, a good one attached to my… Uh, well, if, uh, if if Wombler doesn't lay the,
1: the, uh, you know, lay all the hate on everyone else.
0: Yeah, but in, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident from, like, a GM perspective, though, because Chris Keene is going to be shooting Delmarva, and then I think, you know, Ron Francisco is also shooting, so… Um, hopefully from a perspective of, you know, 90% or higher from the GMs, we'll see it from Chris Keen and Ron Francisco. Um, and so, you know, we've got four GM shooting. We just need three of them. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll just see how it goes, but hopefully, you know, it just all kind of comes together for, for us at Marva. Yeah. There aren't enough in limited anyway,
1: so uh, it's whatever. Yeah. It'll be fun. Look like that's, it's, it's the last major of the year. So just take it for what it is. Have fun. Don't, don't get stupid. Yep. Don't try and burn yourself out at the end of the season. Yep. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it'll be fun. All right. So, sorry about the distractions. Uh, I, I, it's having three dogs here is a bit much, and I think Khan's just ready to go home. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. I know this might be this one might be hard to listen to <laughs> with all the howling and everything in the background. So, um,
0: I'm Keanu and i'm chris uh, everybody thanks for tuning in uh so shoot well see you on the range